0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 30th of 2024. If you're new here, this is what we do on today's word. We get up every morning, uh, I, I do anyway, and the Lord gives me a word, and then I share that word with you. And so I send it out on email first. It also goes on a website. It also goes on YouTube, and then people watch it live. So you may be watching it live, or you may be watching it later. But whenever you're watching, I pray that the power and the grace of God that's on me Uh, and on his word will permeate into your heart and into your mind. Right now, I'm teaching a series for 2024 that we have to be laser focused, laser focused on God's fixed purpose for our lives. The title of today's message is Lessons in Faith and Failure. (laughs) Lessons, put in the chat, I'm going to learn some lessons in faith and failure, and it's from Peter walking on water. Put in the chat, I'm ready to receive lessons in faith and failure from Peter Walking on Water, open up your heart to receive. All right, so let's get into this message about faith and failure from Peter walking on water. Before I get into the actual message, let me just make a quick announcement. Uh, So in yesterday's, uh, today's word, I shared a link to a message that I preached on Sunday. And so if you missed that, you should get that. You should check that out. It was called Do Not Lose Your Focus. It was a very powerful message. Lots of people were blessed. So if you haven't seen that, please go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina and check that out. Tonight, I'm teaching Bible study at VCMI Woodbridge. And uh, if you want to watch the live stream, for those of you that are from you know, the area, obviously we're going to see a Bible study, but uh, those that are not, if you want to watch the live stream, I'll be teaching on the, the benefits of prayer and fasting. And if you want to tune in on 7 p.m. Eastern, you can go to youtube.com forward slash VCMIVA, youtube.com forward slash VCMIVA, 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'll be teaching Bible study. Check us out. I believe that you'd be blessed. All right. So y'all ready for the word this morning? All right. Um, so we've been looking at a foundational scriptures, Proverbs chapter four and verse 25 from the Passion Translation. Um, and so what we want to do is go back to that again. I'm going to keep putting this through your eye gates and through your ear gates and getting this down in your heart so that we can live our lives with a fixed and focus on the fixed purpose that God established for us before the world began. Proverbs chapter four and verse 25 says this. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead ignore life's distractions put in the chat I will ignore life's distractions now along with Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 for a few days now we've also been looking at a passage where Peter walked on water this is what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 14 I've read for you before verses 22 to 32 but today let me just uh drop all the way down maybe to, to like verse 26. so beginning at uh, verse 26. This is what the Bible says. Verse 25. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to meet them on the lake. He was walking. When he saw the disciples or when the disciples saw him, they were terrified and they said, oh, wow, it's a ghost. And they they cried out in fear. I dealt with that yesterday. Um, But Jesus immediately said unto them, take courage. Do not be afraid. It is I. And then Peter said, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. And just like that, Peter got out of the boat and he walked on water and he actually took a few steps and he was doing the supernatural. He was laser focused on Jesus, but then he lost his focus. Verse 30 says, when he saw the wind and the waves, he was afraid and he began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. And then immediately Jesus saved them, picked them up. But then Jesus said this, this is a lesson we're going to learn today. He said, Peter, you of little faith. Why was your faith so little? Why did you doubt? And then they climbed back uh, into the boat. I'm going to deal with these lessons that we can learn about faith and failure as we're walking with God and God is walking with us. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you on this morning. Three. Here's the first point. And this is where I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Number one, your heart must be open and ready for miracles, put put in the chat. My heart is open. I, I use this word "open" a lot. Where I say your heart, your heart must be open, right? Like meaning that you are open to the possibilities of whatever God wants to do. I remember my 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 pastor, my spiritual father, uh, Tony Brazelton, was driving past a building in D.C. many years ago, and and the Holy Spirit said to him, "If you had been open, I would have given you that building for, for ministry." And he said to the Lord, Lord, I didn't even know I was closed. And so he's, you know, he had to repent. And then later uh, he said, Lord, the Lord said, well, are you open? If you're open, I can get you a building. And he said, yes, Lord, I'm open. And that's how we got this building on 14747 Arizona Avenue. We still have that building as a ministry. <laughs> but sometimes we don't even realize how closed we are. We have to be open to whatever God wants to do. And however, God wants to do it. And we need to be ready for miracles, ready for the supernatural power. Put in the chat, not only am I open, but I'm ready. So live each day in anticipation of God's wonderworking power, God's miraculous power. Live each day in anticipation of the fact that God can do what he does. And he could do it at any moment. And he could do it in any way. And he could do it at any time. And so when you live your life with an expectation, of manifestation of God's miraculous power then you can be open to the things that happen, like what, what we see in the Bible. So there were 12 disciples in the boat. Only one of them felt this prompting. Only one of them was open to say, Lord, I want to get in on what you're doing. I want to get in on it. I want to experience the supernatural. You're walking on water. I want to walk on water. See, I believe That that prompting was available to all 12, but only one was open. You got to be open to whatever God is saying, however God is saying it, and be ready to move when God says move. When Jesus said, come, Jesus, then Peter immediately got out of the boat. He didn't overthink it. He didn't try to rationalize it. He just launched out. Peter saw Jesus walking on water and he had the courage, the boldness once he was open and the Holy Spirit said, yeah, ask for it. He had the confidence to ask for it. Listen, in this season in 2024, I want you to develop the confidence in God, the boldness in God to where you will ask for something that is way bigger than you, that you will ask for the supernatural. God has uh, knowledge of what you need before you ask, but the Bible says that we still need to ask. We have not because we ask not. Put in the chat, I will ask for it. I'm going to build up my confidence to where I will ask for it. And then when God says, go, you got to go and you cannot allow reason or logic or common sense to keep you from stepping out onto the water he didn't overthink it if you overthink it you will not do what god is telling you to do if you say wait a minute god will tell you to do things at the risk of looking foolish and so if you overthink it you're going to be like oh what if these people what if it doesn't work out uh, what are people going to say what if- forget people Forget what people are going to say. You're never going to experience God on that level that being worried about what people are going to say. You're never going to experience God on that level if you're worried about, What if it fails? Well, it might fail. You know what I'm saying? But you're never going to experience God on a supernatural level if you're not willing to get out of the boat. You can't hit a home run if you don't take the swing. You can't throw a touchdown if you don't throw the pass. You can't walk on water if you don't get out of the boat. So you have to develop a level of confidence. It's not about you. It's all about him. Develop a level of confidence in God. Put in the chat, God can do anything. So I'm developing my confidence. It's not about me. My confidence is in God. And so when I'm open and when I'm ready, watch this, I will be ready when God with whispers to me. Put in the chat, God whispers. God whispers to me. God gives me the divine promptings of the Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Spirit whispered to all 12 disciples. You can get out of the boat. You can experience what he's experiencing. Only one of them responded, and that was Peter. When God whispers to you, you could be on a Zoom call. You could be in a meeting. You could be anywhere, and the Holy Spirit will whisper to you. You got to be ready and open to the whispering, to the divine promptings of the Holy Spirit, and then ready to launch out to do whatever you believe that God is doing because he has the he has the power to do it. It's not about you, it's all about him. So you will launch out believing that God has given you a promise. You will launch out believing that God is leading you to do it. You will launch out believing that God can. It's not about you can, you can't, but God can. And so you will launch out and, and God will do in you, with you, through you, for you, by you, what you could never do without him. Say amen to that. And as you go, like I'm gonna teach on prayer tonight, but as you go, be steadfast in prayer. See, when you're prayed up, you're going to be ready and open. When you're prayed up, your heart is always ready and open so that if God says come or if God says go, then you won't hesitate. You won't overthink it. If God says come and God says go and you're prayed up, then you're going to come or you're going to go. Why? Because you're ready. You're open. You're prayed up. Your heart is open to whatever the Holy Spirit is saying. one good way to be ready for the word of God when the word of God comes is to immerse yourself in the scriptures. I put in the chat, I immerse myself in the scriptures. The word of God contains the character, the attributes and the nature of God. And so when you know the word of God, you're going to know the God of the word. The reason why Peter was able to get out of the boat when Jesus said, come is because he knew Jesus. And now if you don't know God, then when God says, come, you're not going to come. If you don't know God, then when God says, go, you're not going to go. Well, God put in the chat. I know God. we see when I know God, my heart is ready and open. And how do I know God? One way to know God is through his word. So you got to get the word down in your heart because the word of God will teach you how God functions. So when God says, go, you're ready to go. When God says, come, you're ready to come, say amen to that. (laughs) That was number one. We have three points today. Here's number two. Learning from failures in faith. You got to learn from failures, especially failures in faith. Let me say this. If you never fail, you're playing it safe. Put in the chat, I will not play it safe. If you never fail, then you're playing it too safe. You're not really believing God. Embrace this notion that failure is actually a sign of courage not a sign of defeat. Failure is a sign of courage, not a sign of defeat. If you have never failed at something, that means you're not even trying. If you've never failed at something, you're in your comfort zone. If you've never failed at anything, then you're not you're you're just playing it safe. You you won't ever be a world changer if you never if you never try anything, that's beyond you. And for you to be a world changer, listen, there's going to be moments where, where you fail. There's going to be moments where they say no. There's going to be moments where it doesn't work out. This, you know... I was talking to Isabella the other day about this, uh, even with our business, some of the things that we have uh, experienced. I know I know that ultimately God has great plans, all of these things that God wants to do. But I want to remember these moments, these challenging times, these things where things didn't work out. And I bring those things close. And I want to remember, whether it be in our marriage or in our business or uh, with our children or any area of our life, in our ministry, anytime we go through something that's difficult and anytime we go through something where it doesn't work out the way that we wanted it to work out. I, rem- I i say you know what babe i want to pull this pain in close and i want i want to remember it because when when we're when we come out on top on this thing i want to remember this as a testimony uh, first of all i know we're going to come out on top right because god is god i know what god already said but these are the moments where where we have to we have to embrace this this means that we're trying this means that we're doing stuff this means that we're attempting things this means that we're developing up uh, the, the resilience the perseverance the grit the determination that we will never cave in. We will never give up and we will never quit. But if you never fail at anything, come on, man, you're not even trying. If you never fail at anything, then all you're doing is just, you're just going in life, flying under the radar. You're not going to be, you're not going to change the world living that way. God wants you to go out there and there will be moments that are embarrassing. And there will be moments where it doesn't work out. And there will be moments where you're disappointed. And there will be moments when you cry. And then we we'll, got it like, you know, that's part of the process. But but you're out there. You're trying. You're believing God. You're launching out. You're doing things. Everything is not going to always succeed. Everything is not going to be super duper easy. If it was like that, then we would all do it. Listen, but I'm saying you, you got to build up the grit, the determination, the faith to where you will not be moved. Listen, Peter's faith was restored after he sank, but he sank. I mean, Peter started the, the first century church. Peter preached the first sermon, 3,000 souls were added into the church. But Peter failed while he was walking on water, but at least he took a few steps. Peter Peter was the person chosen to lead the first century church. Out of all the disciples, he was the one chosen to preach the priest of first sermon. 3,000 souls were added into the church. Peter also denied Christ three times before the cock crowed, right? Peter, So Peter was Peter had highs and Peter had lows. Peter had it all. Peter went through some stuff. The apostle Paul the same way. He says, I know how to base. I know how to bound. I've experienced. It. This is what I learned. What did you learn? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so you're going to have to learn that. You're going to have to learn that you can do all things through Christ. You can't learn that just from a book. You can't learn that just from, you know what? I'm just going to play it safe. I'm going to fly under the radar. Listen, what are you waiting on? There's some people that I'm looking at right now in 2024, you know, for years, God told you to do something and you haven't done it yet. God told you to start it and you haven't started yet. Listen, and you're afraid of failure. You may fail. You may go out there and it may fail, but then you bounce back. And so, but what, what I'm not going to do is just sit here and not do anything. No, no, no. You will bounce back from the failure understanding that that you're going to learn from it, that you will grow from it, that, that you're going to learn some lessons from it, that you will take it to the next level. But what, you, what you're never going to do is be a world changer if you don't even try. Put in the chat, I will get out of the boat. I'm going to get out of the boat. See, treat each failure as a teachable moment. Every time you have a failure, that's a teachable moment to take your faith to the next level, for you to remain fixed on God's purpose, for you to set your gaze on the things before you, for you to ignore life's distractions. When Peter sank, you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, Come here, Peter, you have little faith. Now, it wasn't little in type because you walked on water, it was little in duration. What was happening? Jesus was giving him a lesson. Hey, Peter, the reason why you failed is not because you didn't have the type of faith that you needed. You had it because you walked on water. But it was a short-lived moment. And so your faith was little in duration. Meaning, let me teach you something, Peter. You have faith, but you got to learn how to remain engaged in your faith and not lose your focus. Hey, Peter, let me give you a lesson here. You have faith, but you shifted your attention to the wind and the waves. That's why you fell. You have faith. And so so Jesus took that as an opportunity to teach Peter A lesson. Every time you go through something, that's an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to teach you a lesson. To give you, when you have a growth mindset, you take every failure and you say, Okay, Lord, what did I do wrong? And maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Maybe this is just part of the process. Maybe you just needed to learn how to do this or do that. But the Holy Spirit will help you to overcome every one of those moments if you keep your gaze locked in and fixed on Him, ignoring life's distractions. Say amen to that. All right, you got it? All right, number three. Let me close with number three. The relationship between God's grace and our faith. Everything that God does, he does by grace. Grace is unmerited, undeserved. It is the free favor of God. Everything that God does for us, he does it by grace. Everything that we do in response to God's grace, we're supposed to do it by faith. So it's God's grace is my faith. That's how I live, right? That's the grace life. So God is doing everything by grace. We're supposed to do everything by faith. We're supposed to tap into the grace of God with our faith. And so it is the grace of God that enables us, empowers us to do what we could never do without God. But we will never tap into that grace if we don't have faith, if we don't have the faith to step out. So there was grace available for all 12 to walk on water. Only one out of the 12 had the faith engaged to get out of the water and walk on out of the boat and walk on water. Why? Because he exhibited faith where there was grace. So you have to view your faith as an active decision. Faith is an action word, right? So faith is something I, I do something I say or see that I sow based on what I believe that God already gave me from the foundations of the world. So I have to, when I got reveals to me that he, they, this is my will. I believe the grace is there. Now the faith needs to be there. Faith and grace work together. It's my faith, it's his grace. It's God has given me the grace and then I have to provide the faith and then my faith taps into God's grace and then God is able to do through me what I could never do without him. And that's how Peter got out of the boat and that's how Peter walked on water. He provided faith, God provided grace and he provided the action, God provided the, the, the power and then he was able to do what he could never do without God. That's how we're supposed to live. We are living our lives by the grace of God, knowing that every time God tells me something, he's saying you have the grace for it. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do in your marriage, with your children, with your finances. Uh, This is what I want you to do with your health. This is what I want you to do as it relates to this judge or the doctor or the bank. This is what I want you to do. And so that's the grace. And now you have to have the faith to act on that. Put in the chat, I will act on it. And and sometimes you have to have the faith to act on it at the risk of looking foolish, where where you cannot be moved. You can't be worried about what people think. You you have to balance God's grace with your faith, understanding that you need both. It's not just all God, because if it was God, then we wouldn't be required to do anything. No, what God is looking for from us is faith, a faith to believe what he says, a faith to launch out, watch this, and even a faith that will overcome failures. There will be moments where we launch out and we fail. There will be moments where we launch out and it didn't work out. There will be moments where we launch out and it's painful and we cry and we have to get over it. We have to wipe our tears, shake the dust off, get up again, learn from it, and then keep going. Charlie Mike, continue mission. That's how we live. Say this. I am the just. Say this. I live by faith. My faith is tapped into God's grace and this is how I live. You got it? All right, that's enough. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, "Father, I live with a laser focus, fixed on your fixed purpose for my life. I open my heart to the miraculous. I anticipate your divine power manifested in my life. I'm open to it. My heart is attuned to your voice, and I am prepared to respond in a way that defies logic and reason and common sense. Through prayer, I cultivate a heart that is receptive to your wonder-working power, and I align my desires with your limitless possibilities. I embrace failures as lessons in faith, understanding that each misstep is an opportunity to learn and to grow stronger in you. I recognize your grace in moments of failure. And I know that your strength is perfected in my weakness. So Father, I declare that failures become stepping stones for me. I use them to help me to get to the next level so that your purpose can be manifested in my life. There's a connection between my faith and your grace. Your grace empowers me as I step out in faith, just as it did with Peter walking on water. So I receive your grace. I launch out into your will. And living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. Now, this is today's word. Tomorrow I might have another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. You're not getting my notes. Why would you not sign up to get my notes? You're them for free. Go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button on the top right. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Listen, do me a favor. Go into the chat. Leave me some comments in the chat. If this message was a blessing to you, I know you learned some stuff about failure and the importance of failure and faith and grace and all that stuff. So leave me some comments in the chat if it's, if it was a blessing to you, and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I'll see you tomorrow morning. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. And remember, 7 p.m. tonight, I'm, watch, I'm teaching Bible study, So you can either come if you're in the area, or you can watch the live stream. I love you. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.